saying words and saying shit, doing things that pay the rent. Why does that sound like every old, like, fucking, like, I walked to the store and I bought me a burger. <laughs> I went back home and I cooked it up. God damn it. Just called up a girl and I said, you're my world. I said, come on down. <laughs> we'll dance around town. That's like every old rap song and stuff. Geopedians, my little deviants. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the beef that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every Has left California. Well, womp womp. Actually, I guess she's still in California. But oh, she just doesn't want to be around your ass. Yeah, anymore. no, she just went somewhere else. He was like, "I'm tired of all the Amityvilles. It's too much. Um, <laughs> Give me the fuck out of here." So she's still in California, but we parted ways now, and James is back. Parted ways. Caleb and Kim have parted ways. Kim guys. died. Yikes! <laughs> Look out. Yeah, yeah. You know, she fell off a. Um, Amityville Mount Misery Road, and uh, <laughs> she's, she's gone. You know, <laughs> I mean, tune in, tune in to the next Amityville with Caleb and Tim. Tim will be here. Yeah, um, I think Kim got sent to space or something. You know how like Team Rocket gets like kicked off into space at like the end of every episode? <laughs> They're blasting off again. Yeah, Kim blasted off again. But James is back, except he's also isn't in. He's not in the same state as me either. He's actually very far from me. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. But, you know, it, it seems like there's just a nice little furnace in between us, you know? We're only oh, a furnace man. away. Could you, oh, it's the side. Could you imagine if this was real right now? It feels so nice. Yeah, guys, if you guys are familiar with Zoom, you can immerse yourself on Zoom. And you can be in between a nice little fireplace so that, you know, when you're talking, you feel you feel homey until you kind of, like, put your arm on the side and then it, like, cuts off completely. And then you can tell that you're not next to each other. But until then, you feel like you're, you know, sitting like, around oh, by a nice little fire. Again. I just want to... I wish I could. I wish I wish I could. And then it and then it cuts off. And then so this you is, can't. This is absolutely terrible if you're not watching it. So we should probably stop. <laughs> yeah, this isn't helping the audio <laughs> listeners. But I can't touch James. Is what I'm saying. I can't touch Sad him. Sad day. But you know, James is here. Are you excited for Killer Penis Condom? <laughs> I actually am excited to talk about this movie. It's uh, can I call it a movie? <laughs> to be fair, if you watch half of this, it does feel like Killer Penis and not Killer Condom. Like, it feels like the South Park episode <laughs> where Mr. Garrison's penis is like a mouse and he's like, you know, getting a penis grown for him in like a scientific lab and it's running around. And it's going like, <laughs> like, it's it's that basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can really find a way to turn anything's likeness into South Park. You pretty much can. Uh, I finally watched uh, Post COVID. That's the second so COVID good. one, right? Yeah. I actually, I, both of them all together. I watched mm, mm. both parts. Was it post COVID and then pre COVID or something like that? What I think is it was post COVID and then return of COVID or something like that. They're great. It was great. The second one kind of ties it all together. The ending with oh, Cartman, yeah. with Homeless Cartman. <laughs> oh my God. Homeless that might be Cartman. the greatest thing I've ever seen in cinema history. So good. 
So very good. And I'm so excited. I mean, they still have a, like 11 more movies coming out on Paramount or something like that. I, I felt like there was going to be another one already with how fast they let like brought the first two out. You know, I was like, holy shit, like you just signed that deal and there's already a movie coming out. But I mean, there's more to come. There's more to come. So, I mean, are, are they doing those and also doing the normal season as well? Or are they just transitioning to just the longer form? No, the season's been going. So basically, That's Trey Parker and Matt Stone bro. signed like a near billion dollar deal, I believe, like or six hundred million or something like that, with Paramount Plus for like thirteen movies or something like that. Dang. And uh, yeah, so they're doing thirteen movies on Paramount, but all the other ones are still coming out on HBO Max. Like they're taking a break from the season, I believe, right now. But so far, six episodes came out of season twenty five. I want to say. Jeez, that's crazy. I mean, my boy's a billionaire. Yeah, man. But we're not talking about Trey Parker or Matt Stone. This totally seems like something that they would know about, though. They definitely know this movie exists. They've had to have seen it or heard of it or something, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay, but before we get into all of that, I have to let everyone know that this month's Patreon content includes a bunch of stuff. There's like a two-hour horror horror trivia. Horrier. Horror Horror trivia. Featuring Kim, Bree, and Migs. If you guys don't know Migs, I mean, he's been on a few episodes, but I know he's not like... As iconic as Brie, but he's a Brie's fiance, awesome person. Oh, I love Migs. Still, still iconic. I iconic think he's in just his own iconic. Way. You know, absolutely. It's just maybe not as well known in the mm-hmm. horse soup community, but an iconic man for sure. Get on, get on those Migs episodes. But we did horror trivia for like two hours. Me, James, and Cleveland appeared on a show. Also, oh god. So me, James, and Cleveland appeared on a show, and well, the host didn't want the episode, so. <laughs> We're posting the episode, and basically, we're not good enough. You know, he said, he said, he said, we're not good enough. He's like, yeah, I don't know about this one, guys. It's a basically. Um, I'm not even. I, I'm gonna take full blame. I acted a fool on the episode, and I think it wasn't the vibe. James, to be fair, James kind of had his head back and his hat, his head and his hands the whole time because he was mortified at the fool I was acting. So I kind of get why it went the way it did. But basically, it, it's not suitable for their show. It's Brucker, by the way. I'm not like, it, this isn't a hater thing. I'm just <laughs> fucking around. But it, it was Brucker's show. We went on Brucker's uh, autopsy of a horror movie. And I acted a fool. And he was like, yeah, this isn't suitable for my audience. But I was like, can I post it? And he was like, yeah. So that's going to be next month's bonus <laughs> Patreon episode. Like bonus movie discussion, that is. So the takeaway here is if you invite Caleb onto your podcast, he will turn it into Patreon content for his own podcast. So just so you know that moving forward... That's what you're in it for. So just don't, maybe don't. If you invite me on your show, you're making content for my show. <laughs> so just like, just be fully aware of oh my God. where this is going. You and then, like such a shit. And then right if now. you want to continue. <laughs> oh my no, God. No, but for real, Brucker's awesome. Go check out his show. He just like. <laughs> He, he's like a more inept person when it comes to horror movies, and I kind of just like shit out of my mouth when it comes to horror movies. I don't think you know what that word means. You're right. I used the wrong word. He's more, um, he's more, uh, uh, look, to be honest, I lost the word that I was looking for, and I just, I just put in another word. I just kind of moved on. I don't know if you knows, but I do that a lot. Sometimes I'll forget a word, and I'll just be like, you know what? This word sounds like, sounds cool enough. Oh my god, you're such a douchebag. This is great. I love it. So, Brucker. You're my favorite douchebag. You're a great guy, Brucker. (laughs) Patreon.com slash horror soup. Jesus. Okay. We made a movie, too. California movie. Dude, it's found footage, too. Our favorite genre. Dude, 
I'm telling you, I would love to edit it. You can edit it if you want. You want to edit it? I would love to edit it. All right, I'll send it your way. Fantastic. I'll Dropbox it to you later, bud. Sounds great. All right, and anyway. Um, <laughs> do I have any Patreons, I think? Guess I should have checked that earlier, huh? <laughs> How the fuck am I supposed to know, guys? Is, is that my job? Not your fucking intern, bud. So thank you to Alyssa Gonzalez, thank you to Lily, and thank you to Caroline Martinez. Y'all the dudes. Uh, Y'all the dudes, you know what I mean? Great solid names there, too. Love the list. Okay, so let's get into the killer penis condom. It's written by some some guy named Ralph, another guy named Martin, and some guy named Mario. It's directed by the guy whose name is Martin. They're all, look, I don't. I'm not getting into this because I don't know shit about fucking German movies or German actors or directors. I'm sorry. I don't. Can we say, hey, if you didn't know, German movie. (laughs) This might be the first German horror movie I've ever watched. It's probably the first German movie I've ever watched. Oh, wait. Nope. That's not true for either of us. Isn't Nosferatu also German? I think so. You're right. Yeah. You're actually so right. So the second German horror movie. So this might be the second German (laughs) horror movie I've ever watched. I don't know if do you guys make movies. <laughs> I haven't heard of them until now. I don't know. It's hard. It's it, honestly, it's hard for me to call this a movie. It's hard for me to find this movie. Do are German movies readily available to people like me in the United States? Because this one's not. I'll tell you that. Much. I couldn't buy this for under eighty dollars. I couldn't stream this anywhere i found it on youtube and i will say there were subtitles on the movie but i would also argue that they had omitted probably about 30 percent of the dialogue that i needed to know what was going on (laughs) there were so many times where they're just talking and there are no subtitles for like three minutes straight and i'm just left i'm just left there like to (laughs) to pick up the pieces you know yeah yeah no i had the same experience for sure i don't even know what i watched really i know what i watched for maybe the first 45 minutes of this the last hour i'm in the dark like it was like the time that i saw scary movie or scary stories to tell in the dark at the drive-in and i heard the movie you know like i feel like i don't know what happened i feel like i heard things but like also it was in a different language so i felt like right it was the definition of i heard things if that's yeah, a, man. if that's a statement, you know. Yeah, this one was kind of tough because, like, one thing that I love to do, uh, whenever I cover a movie, is I'll like turn it on, kind of in the background, whenever I'm like getting set up for like our our chat or whatever. And so I'm like, I can't do that. It didn't do me any good to do that with this movie because you really need to read the subtitles. Like, you can't not read the subtitles. It was like German altered states. They're saying so much. But yeah. also, it, none of it matters, but it also does matter at the same time. It's a very confusing road that we're driving down. And to its credit, there are some parts that are very fucking witty. I'm talking, like, Gilmore Girls, like, witty. It's fucking funny. Gilmore Girls. This is basically a remake of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> this is Gilmore Girls with more evil condoms. And also, we didn't even mention either, this is a trauma movie. Distributed by Troma. Oh, yeah, and I want to go back to Mar- Martin Walls. So he's one of the writers and also the director, and he made some movie about two weird-looking lifeguard guys, and I guess it was about, like, their venture to, like, be lifeguards, but they were just, like, in Speedos, and they just looked like they wanted to fuck. And after watching this movie, I don't think that's too far off. I'm sure that was just a porn now. Yeah, yeah. This guy went on to make porn, right? This guy this guy definitely likes to make uh, scandalous films, I can tell you that. You know those porns that are, like, 
like remember that spongebob one that went really viral like in like the early 2010s where it was like a giant weird looking spongebob like and his he oh, was all painted yellow and shit and yeah. like this guy makes those kind of porns i forgot all about that it was a weird time Jeez. i mean i came to it many times but it was a weird time oh my god <laughs> So this has a 40% by critics on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 58% by audience, a 5.3 on IMDb out of 10, which all, like, uh, that sounds pretty fair. 5.3, though. The 5.3 sounds a little low. You know what? Even the 58%, like the 40%, no. I don't think it's that bad, but I don't know. It it lives in that world. I guess the 58% on Rotten Tomatoes is what I feel most akin to. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. What was the word I said earlier that I just tossed in? inept this was a little that's a little more inept nope you're still not using it right (laughs) you know what i mean that's no that's not so let's get on with this inept conversation (laughs) saying words and saying shit doing things that pay the rent why does that sound like every old like fucking like i walked to the store and i bought me a burger (laughs) i went back home and i cooked it up god damn it just called up a girl and I said, you're my world. I said, come on down. <laughs> we'll dance around town. <laughs> That's like every old rap song. It's, did you know they bought a, they brought a six-foot-long fanged condom to Kane's Film Festival to promote this? That's amazing. Could you imagine just seeing? <laughs> I just feel like this movie was so unabashedly not ashamed of itself. And it, that is enough to celebrate it. This movie was so ineptly not ashamed from itself. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah, we're the killer condom movie. Like, there are killer condoms. That's what this is. And it's fucking great. Look, it is great, but my biggest issue in this, and we talked about it a little bit before, but it really bugs me that they're all in New York and they're all speaking German and they're, like, <laughs> acting as if everyone should be speaking German. It, it's a very common thing in European horror films, especially at the time, to set them in... New York in order to try to trick audiences into thinking that they're watching a movie, an American movie, because if they knew if it was just, if they're like, Oh, it's this German horror movie. No one's going to go see it. Cause especially then no one wanted to read subtitles. And to be fair, I kind of said the same thing. <laughs> okay. We should probably also mention the tagline before we get into this, the rubber that rubs you out, rubs you out. That's pretty good. I love it. That's all I have to say. Okay, so Killer Condom starts with people checking into a hotel, and some guy who a girl calls Vice Principal, this guy's being, like, more than a creep. He's basically taking advantage of a student for sex. She doesn't want to, and it's a really weird scene where she's, like, crying and taking off her clothes, and she's going to sleep with him because he's threatening her. It's a rough start, right? I mean, this is this is basically the R word just right off the bat. Not basically. This is the R word just right off the bat. I didn't know where this was gonna go at this point. Like it's it's it starts dark. Yeah, and I really didn't know if it was gonna keep being dark or if that was gonna change. But I mean, it does change. That's really the it changes. But yeah, the the intro was very uh very unsettling. But then things turn when he says, you know, this hotel gives out free condoms, right? And then 
his condom makes some weird squeaky noises while he puts it on. Like, it sounds like, you know, like he's putting a balloon on his dick, <laughs> which I don't know if like they've ever used a condom, like whoever made this movie, but like, that's not what they sound like. That's literally exactly what it sounds like. Fucking stop lying to people. Okay, what you're, you're talking right. about. So it makes these squeaky noises and then you hear a chomp and then blood splatters all over this girl's face. So like, just know if you see the cover and then you start the movie, you understand very early on like, ah, okay. Ah. That, that's what's happened. <laughs> like just zero setup for the killer condom. I mean, it's just like go from the beginning. And I like it. How did teeth start? Teeth has, I feel way more setup. It does have a lot of setup. Yeah. Cause it's the whole thing where she is at the, um, What's it called? The abstinence, like, uh, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 it's what's that called when you tell things to an audience, like a confession thing? I'd say more like a youth group. It's like a youth group. It's like a meeting. A meeting. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, teeth was a little bit of a slower burn to get us to the teeth, and we get to the teeth and killer condom very quickly. I would say they look the same too. Very similar. So we move to the police station, and we meet <laughs> Luigi Macaroni. Oh, my God. The funniest part of this movie is the fact that in German, Macaroni is just Macaroni, I guess. So they're just calling him Macaroni. They're just yelling, Macaroni, Mr. Macaroni, Detective Macaroni, Inspector Macaroni, the whole goddamn movie. The only word I understood this whole movie was Macaroni. <laughs> So Macaroni, he's on the case, and we pan to the girl in the interrogation room who had, like, the blood from the dick splatter all over her face, and she goes, the p p p p penis ran off under the bed. And then she goes, is sex always like that? sex always like that? Some of the writing at the very beginning is fucking golden. And if you think about the context of that, very sad because she just went through right. some shit. It's the first time she's ever seen a penis. First time she's ever, like, encountered anything sexual in her life. <laughs> and this happens. But just the thought process behind all of that is so fucking funny. It's always like that. The penis always run off and go under the bed. Does the guy always scream and bleed out everywhere? How naive do you have to be to, like, think that a penis actually just runs off like a mouse <laughs> under a bed, like, every time you fuck? I don't know, man. I've I've heard some crazy things in youth groups. You know what? I've had a few sessions that were kind of weird, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so we got to one of the detectives who basically doesn't believe the story and thinks that homegirl bit his dick off, which at first I wanted to say, like, hey, fuck you. But then I really thought about it. And what else would you think? Absolutely. You'd be like, okay, fuck you. You bit off his dick and now you're lying. Yeah, like I'm on the side of like, okay, don't victim blame. But like at the same time, I... Look, when the victim's telling you that a penis ran under the bed, <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of like that's the point where you kind of like have to assess the victim a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's a strange situation, but, uh, you know, I wanted to give him a, a hit for that. But really, he's in the right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and 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 right there is where uh, we get to meet Phyllis's parents. No, 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 we got to talk about before that, because he goes on to say, this isn't unusual. Four penises bit the dust last night, and then he goes, this is New York, you know? <laughs> like, wait, are you... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Like, in the beginning, it's kind of like... Little punchline right after little punchline, you really got to pay attention. Well, yeah, because if you look away, you won't read the subtitles. Right. Unless you speak German. 
This might be a lot more fun to watch if you speak German. And whatever language that other lady was speaking who wasn't speaking German, but also not speaking English. That's another big issue, because at one point, they're all speaking a language that I don't know. And then they're like, what is this lady saying? And I'm like, I just assumed she was speaking German, because I didn't know what it was either way. <laughs> Apparently not. Right. Why right. are all of these, like, different language-speaking people in New York? I'm so <laughs> Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's a very big city. It's everyone, James. It's the yes. whole city. You ever been to Chinatown? God. Okay. So Macaroni has this long monologue about how be <laughs> about he's like the only cop in the city that can take down the dirt. And I couldn't help yeah. but wonder why he was like he looked like a chubby Matt Murdock, but he was doing a um Rorschach from Watchmen kind of thing. He was the question, he was Rorschach. Which, I mean, Matt, Matt Murdock kind of does the same thing. I mean, Batman kind of does the same thing. Like I thought it was Batman at first, and then you said Rorschach, and I went, oh, no, that that's what that is. With the trench coat and everything. But, I mean, obviously, this was before that, so. You think Watchmen took some liberties from Killer Condom? <laughs> I don't think that. Okay, so the whole <laughs> first 15 minutes is nothing but, wow, I can't believe hoes be biting people's dicks off. Because I swear to God, every single place this guy goes to, macaroni that is, he yeah. just walks in a room and they're like, you're a detective? You know about these fucking chicks biting dicks off? <laughs> <laughs> and that goes on with, like, it's every single conversation he has for the first 15 minutes of the movie. And then interrupted with these internal Rorschach monologues. The city, I can save it. It's dirty, but... I am too. <laughs> and then he'll, he'll he'll stop doing that for probably like 45 minutes, and then he'll randomly just come back in doing it again. Just doing it, and there's no rhyme or reason as to when it happens. He just decides to start doing it again. And apparently, Lugie has like a mommy complex, because he also gets called Lugie by someone for a while, which really, like, as someone who couldn't speak German, it was really throwing me off for a while, because I was like, are you fucking Lugie or Luigi? <laughs> yeah, man. Babette's got a little pet name. Uh, okay. Thank you for calling her Babette. Absolutely. <laughs> because Lugie really is not on this. But then again, at the same time, can Babette really be mad when she's actively calling him something that he tells her not to call him? No. <laughs> I thought the same thing. She So, like, he comes in, she's calling him Lugie, and he's saying, please don't call me that. It's Luigi. And then she's saying, don't call me Bob, it's Babette. It's like, you guys are kind of doing the same thing to each other. Do you realize that? <laughs> it's very hypocritical all around. They're a great couple. <laughs> but unfortunately, they broke not up. Not the couple. Yeah, not the couple. Yeah, they kind of broke up. But, you know, Babette doesn't shy away from reminding Lugie about his mommy complex and about how her therapist, like says that they have to be together and <laughs> that Lugie is just like not in touch with his feelings. And can we like break the illusion for a second? It sets this up as if you think this has been like this ongoing like love affair. And then we will find out later, which I will spoil now, that they had sex one time. They just fucked. <laughs> like they fucked one time and then Babette is just really... <laughs> I mean, we're going to find out soon that Lugie has a 12 and a half inch penis. <laughs> so, I mean, like, that's a big reveal, but we now know why. Did you why. look it up? Did you look it up? Yes. 
<laughs> I did too. Because he said like 32 centimeters, and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah, I don't yeah. go by that system here in America, so like, how many reference. inches is that? Yep, I need to. I need to know. I need to know for sure. So if you're somewhere else listening, 32 centimeters, if you're in America, this dude has a 12 and a half inch dick. <laughs> dude, he, his dick is so big that he has to get custom underwear made that has a dick flap for his fucking banana hammock. <laughs> this dude has the most insane penis in the world. The fact that like... And I assume it, only, I assume it only gets bigger. And I just want to say, does it make it like, uh, like a conflict of interest when your detective has a dick bigger than your head? <laughs> Like I don't that know why that I don't know why that should why that should affect the case, but I feel like it does. I feel like it really does. Like if I just knew that my personal detective was investigating my case and his dick was like bigger than my fucking leg, I might have an issue. Like not out of like some petty like oh your dick's bigger than mine shit, but just because I'm scared of what you can do with that. Oh my! I don't know. It just it sounds like a conflict. <laughs> Am I wrong to say that? I don't know, man. It's it's a strange belief to have, I would say. Dude, this guy's dick is fucking huge. Big dick people are people too, okay? I don't know, man. This dude's like a freak <laughs> of nature. Like <laughs> Oh fuck. Anyway. Basically Bobette is trying to get him to admit that he loves her. Right. And he says no. And by the way, bye Bob. And Bobette says no. Bobette. It's Bobette. And I just want to say, going from Bob to Bobette, that's iconic. Well, it's 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 more it's more Babette than it is Bob. Okay, you're right. It's you Babette. <laughs> Bob to Bobette. It's a fuck you're a fucking Mario character. <laughs> Can you imagine changing your name to Babs? Like like choosing to be named Babs? Oh, uh, it'd be great, man. If I was Babs, I would never stop drinking shops or schnapps. Absolutely, that would be a, such a badass name to have, and just be able to choose like a lifestyle. And like, yeah, I'm fucking Babs. I'd be sitting there in my fucking throne drinking schnapps all day long, just knowing 100. that my name's Babs. Yep, that's that's pretty iconic. Can we also talk about how when we actually first see Babette, she's on stage and she's like singing "Killing Me Softly," but the audio is um... clearly not her. <laughs> Well, that's just a drag thing for sure. I don't think that that was being a drag thing in this movie because it's done multiple times. I think they what? wanted us to think those people were singing because it's the worst lip syncing I've ever seen in my life. I did hear Killing Me Softly at least seven times. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm agreeing with that. They weren't light on that song. They uh they leaned back on this a couple different times. I mean, they got the rights for it and they went with it. <laughs> Cuz it happens a lot. Anyway, this is when Lugie and the, his man of the evening get away and then the guy asks if he's a cop to which Lugie goes, "Oh, well, what about my 12 and a half inch dick? Is this a cop?" <laughs> and uh I guess that kind of just changes everything. Yeah, I also loved when when Luigi first walks in, he walks up to the counter. And he looks the owner of the brothel directly in the eyes the same way that I'm looking at you directly in the eyes. And then he rings the bell on the counter. That's just a good power move. <laughs> That's just a good power move. I'm That's like, all bro, all you got to do is say, hey. I'd do the same thing if I was in a certain mood. 
if you if you had a 12 and a half inch penis. If I had a 12 and a half inch dick, you know I'm looking everyone in the eyes before I ring that bell. Man, I think it would be like the opposite a little bit for me. Like if I was walking around with a 12 and a half inch penis. You'd be like, oh, whoa, he's me and my big dick. No, 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 no. I would, feel so, I would just feel so bad for everyone else that I would like, like be super charitable. Like, oh my God, you only have like... An eight-inch dick. Poor you. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that the funniest thing I've ever heard? (laughs) Like, the mindset behind that, the action behind it, the... That might be the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, I think that's how I'd feel if I had a giant cock. I feel like I'd feel bad for myself. Like, just everyone that I get around and be like, oh, I'm hurting you. I'd feel bad, like, I'm handicapping the world. Exactly. And you're like, oh, shit, like, I'm playing on easy mode. Like, <laughs> Holy shit, that is... Because you know talk- what? At Look. the end of the day, if I got fired and evicted and, and everything, I still got a 12 and a half inch cock. Do you think that would have saved uh, that one dude's day in that Twilight That's Zone exactly episode that we watched? what I was thinking about, which is why I went there. You get evicted, you get fired, <laughs> you get shit all over by all your friends, but you got a 12 inch dick. <laughs> I'd make that trade. To be honest, like you're you're never losing your job if you have a twelve inch dick. You always have a job in porn. That's true. No matter what. Yeah, you can always make something. So you know, if you have a twelve inch dick and you're really like down on your luck right now, I'm just letting you know right here, right now, you can fuck for money. I mean, kind of like that guy that has the uh, the two dicks, right? He has the, the guy with the two working dicks. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Imagine being so lucky. And he's, I mean, they like, he's done, like, Reddit AMAs and stuff, and they're like, oh, would you do porn? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, feels like being kind of a freak show. Like, I get why people would want to see it, because it is interesting, but, like, I don't know. I feel like that's selfish. <laughs> <laughs> we all want to see him fuck we need two to see broads it for at once. Fucker. Dude, like, I just want to see how it works. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't know. He should show his dick more. Anyway, let's... <laughs> This is a weird episode. Oh, wow. Where are we? Um, They start fucking. They don't start fucking, though. They no, don't yeah. start fucking. They don't start well, fucking. Well, you're don't right. Start fucking. Okay, they they try. And, and it's not a 12-inch penis issue. It's a condom running around the room and squealing kind of issue. Luigi also says, I have a dick like a cop. I screw like a cop. Maybe I am a cop. Yeah, what does your dick have to do with anything? <laughs> I don't think... I don't, I don't I don't know about that. I'm not I don't know sure if, if I any agree of that, that traces that statement. Okay, well. And then the fucking condom starts rubbing around and the whole time Billy's like, I think that condom's moving. He's like, nah, stop. Look at my 12 inch dick. It's fucking dancing across the table. Dude, it's screaming. Like to be completely <laughs> honest, that thing is screaming in the corner of the room. <laughs> and the fact that fucking Macaroni doesn't know what's going on is absurd, but his name is Macaroni. <laughs> so, this is when Billy goes it's that rubber that hissed at us and ran away. And I was like, oh, so you are just a fucking mouse. <laughs> it is a mouse. And this is when Macaroni finally pulls out his gun, his flashlight, starts looking around, and he sees it under a couch. He reaches down, and then the condom, like, why is this the leprechaun scene? Where the I leprechaun, like, scratches Jennifer Aniston's dad? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. 
Oh my god. So the condom with the teeth, we fully see it at this point, and it jumps at him, and then Luigi screams. It looks like he like jizzed his pants. But apparently I thought his dick got bit off, but apparently it was his right nut. He lost a nut, bro. I just love how they're so specific about it too, and they just call it a nut. They're like, Oh yeah, he got his right nut bit off. His right nut. His right ball is gonzo. He wakes up in the hospital with his hand just on his dick, like over the fucking blanket. <laughs> Uh, and nobody fucking believes him whenever he says that it was a, an evil condom. But, like, at this point, people should start believing it. If, like, nine people got their dick bit off. I know. I know that you're saying it's New York, but I don't know. And then the detective who was working on the case ended up getting his ball bit off? Like, Yeah, I mean, convenient, right? Convenient. Right? <laughs> so he tells his associate that it's the condoms, but they don't believe it. And then we see a montage of, like, men and women, men and men, all the likeness having sex. And yeah. then condoms bite all of their dicks off. Like, every man involved in one of these sexual acts gets their dick bitten off right here and then. Yeah, I just wrote down random sex slash condom attack montage. That's all I want out of a movie, really. And the whole time with this ridiculous, like, cartoony slapstick sound effects, like, anytime anything like dramatic happens it makes sense that this was picked up by trauma because the sound effects are on point yeah it's fucking great uh that's also <laughs> when they're when he's explaining like how the condom got away or whatever luigi's like have you ever seen a carnivorous condom you would run away too it's just like the dialogue is just the most obvious words it's like yeah duh i mean luigi's speaking facts <laughs> and no one's listening to the guy you're right you're right. So Luigi's obviously still super pissed about his ball sack. So he goes back to the hotel and the owner tells him that he buys condoms in wholesale. And then like, as we're looking at it, there's just all these condoms in a box without wrappers on them. And I was waiting for someone to say something because I had a giant issue with that. Yeah, that's fucking gross, man. And then all of a sudden, Macar or Macaroon goes, <laughs> he goes, wait, these are individually wrapped. What's up with this? And the guy's like, that's why they're so cheap. That's why they're so cheap, <laughs> motherfucker. Condoms are so cheap as it is. Like, I feel like if you were a company, like a hotel or something that really needed condoms, just go to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Like, they'll give you a bunch. Like, you don't need to buy them cheap at wholesale. And also, condoms are so cheap as it is. Well, I mean, maybe not at that time. I don't know, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're dry. Like, he even, like, straight up says he gets them from, like, like some weird place in Staten Island, too. He's like, oh, yeah, over there. And. <laughs> Dude, they're dry, like shriveled up, unpacked condoms. Like, <laughs> you're splitting people open with those. <laughs> All right. Anyway, he tells Babette that this whole that his whole dick is gone, and this his is like a gone. this is like a ruse to like try to get her off of him, like off his ass. And then she's like, "Wait a second, how come I see your twelve inch dick right there?" He's like, "No, nah, it's just this is the bandage." <laughs> You know, like you can't lie to someone and tell them that your dick is gone when your dick is 12 inches when it's that big well and then right after that it's another internal monologue and it's like this super serious dramatic like sad step story about how his dick's so big that no one falls in love with him they just fall in love with his giant cock <laughs> James, I'm going back to the detective uh, conflict of interest thing, because if I'm trying to talk to my detective about what happened to me and what he needs to investigate, and I just look down and his giant dick is just like imprinted in his pants, that is such an issue. Is that not an issue at this point? 
<laughs> look, if Babette can just look down and go, nah, your dick's there, then I know that that thing's always there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a conflict of interest. So after he leaves, Billy comes crawling back because he misses his ginormous thing in between Luigi's legs, just like James said. Because he never really got to have it. He only got a, a like a like a taste. And at this point, <laughs> Macaroon's kind of like shoving him off and telling him to go away. And he goes, "My nut needs some R and R at the moment. Your 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 nut that's gone needs some rest and relaxation." Oh, sorry, guys. I can't come. My my nut needs some R and R. So we have to talk about the live feed of Babette having sex. Oh my god. I thought that was a pre-recorded thing until Luigi grabbed his gun and just got out of his seat and started running into the other room. <laughs> I did not know that was a live feed. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty shocking. So I guess they're trying to figure out like how the condoms are biting people's dicks off so they put cameras in the hotel rooms and Bobette <laughs> is like you know doing her services and fucking someone in there and then <laughs> fucking macaroon sees Bobette putting on the condom and goes oh shit grabs his gun yeah. runs into the room gun strapped and goes take off that fucking condom remove the condom and then he shoots the fuck out of it <laughs> shoots the condom <laughs> and Bobette's pissed. Bobette's like, "It's like, what the fuck are you doing here? This is my job. I'm trying to get some money." It's like, only come in here if you're gonna whip out that hog. You know what I mean? And then a girl starts screaming in the other room, and Luigi starts like running door to door, just bursts open doors, sees ridiculous things, and then finally sees a man with a chick. And hang he's on, getting... hang on, hang on. What? After he shoots that condom and it doesn't react, he goes, "Shit, that must have just been a regular condom." Carry on, but don't use that one. It has a hole in it. I did not see that. <laughs> oh my god. I love this guy. He's a natural scientist. <laughs> He's just fucking amazing. So he finally runs into that other room, and he finds this dude getting his dick bit off. And he starts to chase the penis running around the hotel, and he goes, That's a cock! That's a cock! You can't tell me that's not the South Park episode. That's exactly what happens through and through. <laughs> through and through. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. So Macaroni fucking chases it and then shoots the dick. And then he gets reamed by his boss who goes, Chasing cocks is ridiculous. Stay away from the case. And then Macaroni refuses because nobody bites no off bites the family off jewels and gets away with it. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's exactly what he says. The family jewels. And then he does another fucking monologue. And he goes, New York gets damn cold sometimes, but I'm Sicilian. Sometimes New York bites off your nuts, but I'm not going to stand for it with my nut missing. I'm Sicilian. He gets really focused in on being Sicilian. I will say that at least the second or third plot point of the movie is the fact that he's Sicilian. <laughs> There's so many times where he's like, I'm Sicilian, so I'm going to bust a nut in this dude's ass. Or he's like, I'm Sicilian, don't do bite my nut off. And I do that, but I'm Sicilian. He's like, you can bite my nut and you can suck my dick, but I'm Sicilian and I'll always bounce back to fuck you again with my 12-inch dick. Let's go get some Sicilian pasta. <laughs> Did they have a joke later where they were like, at the end of the movie, where they were like, let's go eat something? They were like, all right, no Italian. <laughs> Anything but Italian. And then he literally goes, no, like, let's just get on a plane and go to fucking Sicily, like right now. And then he basically says, my 12-inch dick, my 12-inch dick, my 12-inch dick. 
Don't forget about my 12-inch dick. You can get pasta in my 12-inch dick. Okay, wait. I'm going to rate this movie higher than I did. This is so fucking I'm telling funny. you, man. Wait, but hold on. We're not even past the first 45 minutes, because I guess that's why I rate it lower. The last hour is like, it's still amazing, but it's so different. It's a different movie entirely. So we're to Babette coming in, right? We're about there. Okay, so let's talk about Luigi walking around his apartment butt-ass naked. He looks like a turtle. <laughs> He looks like a shriveled up turtle. Dude, honestly, he's giving me Donald Pleasance. Like <laughs> he's giving me Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving me butt ass naked Donald Trump oh walking around God. his apartment. No, this whole movie I was like, this guy's like like fucking like Kiefer Sutherland mixed with Donald Pleasance. That's what oh I was getting. Oh my god. He's so wrinkly <laughs> and it's not because he's old. You're right. <laughs> You're so right. This has Kiefer written all over his ass. <laughs> Dude, and the whole time he's walking around his apartment butt-ass naked, he always has a rolled cigarette in his mouth. Always. He's in the shower and like... <laughs> yeah, he's smoking in the shower. That's in one of the letterbox reviews. Look, I've done that, to be fair, but hilarious if you're doing that past 13. Oh my god, so fucking funny. I might do it again. But while he's in the shower, the movie turns into Psycho. <laughs> Yep. We get a psycho rendition, and it's so funny because Bobette pulls up wearing the Norman Bates mom. Like, she's just, it's straight up psycho. It's its just straight up a parody of psycho. The music was even the same. It, it was. It was. They straight up parodied psycho. And then Bobette opens up the shower curtain and goes, Get out, macaroni. I want, <laughs> I want you to get out of the bath and sleep with me. It's very forceful, really. It's kind of shocking. It's very weird. But during this exchange, Luigi realizes that Babette's bag is moving. Babette brought the killer condom in her crocodile purse. And this conversation is so hilarious because <laughs> immediately Macaroon goes, all right, where'd you get those condoms from? And Babette goes, the hotel. They're everywhere. You know, you can get a bunch of them. Yeah. And he goes, you fucking idiot. <laughs> The killer condom is in there. <laughs> Did you forget that I burst into your fucking room and shot a condom? And what I didn't know at this point, it's kind of hard to, like, track, but there's only one condom. Yeah. One killer condom, that is. I thought that that was going to be the case for the whole movie, but then we go gremlins later on. That swamp scene was pretty, or the sewer scene? Yeah. The sewer scene was amazing. Dude, it's like straight up Ninja Turtles. I know I know you didn't fuck with Ninja Turtles like that, but it's straight up fucking Ninja Turtles. I've seen enough Ninja Turtles to know that they come out of... <laughs> I said Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so we finally see the condom in all its glory, and it looks like a small version of the Alaska... Of the Alaska... Jesus. And it looks like the small version of the Alaskan bullworm from SpongeBob. Yes. It's just a little mini condom-sized Alaskan bullworm. Yeah. It's great. And it sounds like I I don't know what it sounds like. It sounds yeah, like gremlins. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like gremlins. And this is when Luigi has the bold idea to get a like rip off a gas hose from some part of his house. Yeah, his gas stove. Is it I was going to say was it his stove? Yeah, this is so fucking That's so like I don't think I, I shouldn't have said that. Sorry. This is so fucking dumb. That was natural though. <laughs> I was just so mad at it. Like it was so fucking dumb. Look, to be fair, it was through and through. <laughs> so he goes, he grabs a gas hose and like holds it where his dick would be. <laughs> and the whole time, 
fucking Bob is like, I'd get uh, fucking, uh, uh, what's it called? I'd get castration anxiety if I were you. Castration anxiety. That's right. That is what she says. That's right. And then Macaroon goes, I'd get penis envy if I were you. (laughs) (laughs) He's just so, he's just so, he just wants to throw his big dick in your face at all. Every chance he gets. And then they just blow up the condom, like fills it up with gas. And this whole time they're like, turn off the gas, turn off the gas. And Bobette's like, I can't. (laughs) Yep. And it just pops. And then, like, we have some fucking, like, an autopsy technician, like, looking at the con, and they're like, oh, the teeth are as, sh- are as sharp as uh, razor blades, but apparently they're flexible. <laughs> I think this is this is the setup. I think this science lady is the same science lady we see later. She is, right? That's the one that yeah. looks like Edna from The Incredibles. Yes. I think that is the one from later. But I just wrote her down as science lady here, and then I wrote it down as Dr. What, what's her fucking name? Reed... Starts with an R. I wrote her down as bowl cut here and bowl cut later, so it probably is the same <laughs> woman. To be so completely yeah, yeah, fair, yeah. I was I was really confused at how much of a central role she plays in the movie in the third act. Whenever I thought she was just a throwaway character, I forgot about her completely. <laughs> she wasn't in the movie until right now, and then she's not in the movie till the very end. Yep. But apparently, she started all of this because she says right here, like it's she's the villain. It's artificial. It's man-made. It's made by her. Right. Kind of. Well, not her, but like she gives someone red jelly. Yeah, do we ever explain make... no. red jelly? No, we don't. Okay, I wanted to make sure I didn't miss something. That's the fourth plot point. <laughs> and I have no idea what it's about. No clue. This guy is obsessed with red jelly. I don't know if that's a euphemism. I don't know if that's actually red jelly. I don't know if it's blood because they say that every time the killer condom kills someone that he gets red jelly. So I'm like, blood? But I'm like, no, I think it's gelatin. No, she gives him red jelly if he keeps making penis grabbers. Can't he just buy it? I don't think so. I don't know why. He's addicted to red jelly and she is the sole supplier. Like, he's basically in captivity. Edna from The Incredibles is the red jelly plug. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know what red jelly is. All right. So what, right as we think everything is over and the kill condor, killer condom is dead, because to be fair, I do genuinely feel like the movie could have ended right here. Absolutely. Would have been fine. When he shoots the penis, like, it's good. I didn't really need an explanation. It was like an attack of the killer tomatoes kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, sure. all right, it's fine. It's an yeah. alien fucking condom or something. I don't care. Yeah, but no, this movie Has an takes hour a turn. Left. And it takes a turn. It was called Killer Condom. I thought this was going to be a singular Killer Condom movie, and it is not. Well, because right now, 15 condoms just start crawling out of the sewer. <laughs> Which I will say, it was like, it was better than the whole movie, Chud. It was pretty amazing watching these little folded up condoms just like dance around the screen. Well, dude, it just felt like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes to me. Yeah, for sure. It went full force and I loved every second of it. It's amazing. And then Billy and Luigi fuck in the elevator. Um, Luigi's jizz face was something else. Like that dude came. <laughs> I kind of, I always feel like I look really weird when I'm like jizzing, but I'm like, I, after watching this, I feel a lot better. Yeah, well, we have to set up one more character that comes back later. Who? Uh, that's the lady at the park who hears something in the trash can, and then she gets her face bit off by a condom. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't even know if I saw that. That's the lady who speaks another language later. Oh, she gets her nose bit off. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, I thought you meant she died, and you said face bit off. I was like, sorry, oh. no, she gets her nose bit off by a condom, which was the only time we ever saw the condom bite anything that wasn't a dick. I guess her nose really looked like a dick. Did did we see her nose before? I don't, not really. I mean, it just looked like a normal face. I don't think they put like a fake dick nose on her. That would be amazing. okay. That would have been cool. Okay, okay. <laughs> so now an old man takes a bath and then puts a condom on top of a rubber ducky, which really I don't know if like it. <laughs> If it found its way there or if he put it there, like, as, like, a, I'll get back to you in a minute. And also, I don't know why, like, I just feel like if you're in a bath, like, I guess maybe protection is good. But I don't know. I feel like a condom in a bath sounds strange. This whole thing is strange because I don't know who this person is. I, no. He's, like, running for president. But it shows him taking a bath in what's called, like, the presidential suite. That's what it says on the door. That's the presidential bath. So I thought he was the president. So is he the president, or was he running for president? I think he's president. (laughs) So this movie shows the president of the United States of America getting his dick bit off by a killer condom. I would agree with that statement. That's fucking amazing. I think it was the president. It is fucking amazing. He lost his dick. <laughs> and it was weird how it happened because the condom's on the ducky and they kind of think it's adorable. And then it jumps in the air, it goes in the bathtub, and then you could probably guess what happens next. Well, we already told you. And then there's some newspaper articles that go, Dickless Dick gets his dick bit off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I would say this this is where the movie really takes a turn. Right, like the president is the trigger, and then we just spiral into madness for the rest of the movie. I guess in terms of our conversation, it doesn't sound like this is that much later, but I didn't have a lot to write down for a while because I was really confused. But the next thing I have is that Edna shows back up and she interrogates a guy by growling at him. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. This is when I like completely checked out of this movie and I had no clue what was going on. I was confident that there was no way I'd ever find out. Yeah, I think I think you did better than I did because my next note is about uh Sam, Luigi's partner, having to go to the gay bar. That comes like right that's like my next note right after that because okay. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just move by the other thing because that's really all that happens. I don't know how to explain She's it, but just, she growls she at a guy. At someone. Yeah, and it forces them to confess, and I don't even know what they confess, to be completely fair. <laughs> but the condom is on the news, and they have a cruelly do- drawn picture of it. Oh my god, it's so good. It's like the spokesperson for killer dick eaters, I guess. It's like that, uh, uh you remember that, like, news story YouTube video of the yes. leprechaun? It's like yes. the leprechaun. So then, this is what James was talking about. Luigi gets his ass beat, like, in the middle of the station, and it's because, it's so fucking funny, actually, he's, like, sending another cop to go do, like, some undercover work in, like, one of the brothels or whatever, or the clubs or something, and he tells him, hey, put this, uh, handkerchief, this yellow handkerchief in your back pocket, it'll, it'll, it's like a symbol to, like, you know, leave you alone. Yeah, he says that, like, it means you're asexual or whatever, and he's like, oh, so I'm not looking for somebody. Because this guy is just absolutely terrified. By gay gay people. Yes. He is just literally terrified. Like, like homophobe to, like, the actual definition of, like, he is so scared. He is so scared of getting a penis close to him. So, a penis does get close to him because someone tries to pee on his leg. Or he did piss on his leg. (laughs) He pissed on his leg because he had a yellow bandana in his pocket. I guess yellow bandana means pee on my leg. Pee on me, please. 
And I guess red bandana means shove your entire fist up my ass. <laughs> because he does point that out. He says, you're lucky I didn't give you the red one. He's like, what's the red? He goes, fist up your ass. <laughs> it gives you just this crazy picture of who is Luigi Macaroni? You know what I mean? The hard-boiled Sicilian detective who's into like, who's not only gay and very sexual, but also into some freaky shit. So, not gay, but remember in Channel Zero, uh, Mark Brindanowitz? Doesn't he, like, get his, like, nipples ripped off or something? <laughs> or is that someone else? I don't know. <laughs> I just love when, like, there's I a detective. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. No, no, it's that show with Jessica Biel. There was some uh, serial killer show with Jessica Biel, and there's, like, some detective. She's in the first season... And he's in all of them, and he's, like, this, like, cop who's, like, really good at his job and, like, cares about everyone, blah, blah, blah. But, like, secretly, he likes getting his, like, his nipples basically ripped off. <laughs> There's, like, the whole other subplot to the show is him getting, like, kinky things done to him by, like, burlesque women. It's amazing. So, yeah, it's like that. And he's Sicilian. Don't forget. By the way, I'm Sicilian. <laughs> so, he beats Luigi's ass for getting pee on his leg. He's pretty pissed, but he decides yeah. to keep working with him. He doesn't really come back, though. It doesn't matter. Um... This is when the condom bites off the girl's nose, but there was some kind of creative decision to, like, not apply any subtitles to the scene, so I really had no idea what she said or what was going on when she showed up in the police station. She was trying to explain what happened. There was a solid three minutes where there wasn't a single subtitle, and they were like, oh, she speaks some other language. What fucking language? Yeah, I have no idea. Because I don't even, I wouldn't know what's going on if you were speaking the same language you were speaking the whole movie. Right, and they'd give us no subtitles for it either. Three fucking minutes. Of them just bickering. So the people who translated it also didn't know what she was saying, clearly. It's so insane, dude. Like, they're just bickering and running around in the fucking <laughs> sheriff station like it's Clue or something. And actually, they make a Clue joke in the movie. They do, yeah. Okay. So I can confidently say that I've never been more lost watching a movie than I was by the time that we got to the church. This is, like, if I wasn't lost before, I'm so fucking lost now. So the noseless lady said something in a different language that no one could no, understand. she basically says, church, and they go, oh, church, church, okay, church, and then they're at but a fucking they don't. church. they say, it's hospital. Oh my god. And then it's smoky Chicago. Like, there's just smoke everywhere. So he goes to what looks like the most badass looking hospital I've ever seen. I've never seen a hospital that looks like that before. And then he walks inside and it's not a hospital, it's a church. Because it's a church, James. I guess it was just the chapel of the hospital, but what it does What does that it. mean? Every hospital has You're a chapel. You're telling me this, multiple. New, this New York hospital has a chapel? Yeah, absolutely. You gotta have somewhere for people when their family are dying to like... You it know. looks like this. It shouldn't look like this. It should okay. be a lot. It should be a lot more uh, fucking like neutral. Because I mean, this is very clearly a Catholic church. Look, read into <laughs> my problems. I'm not very inept. <laughs> you just gave yourself a compliment. Ah. Huh? Ah. <laughs> Have you Googled the meaning of that word since we started? Ah. Huh? So yeah, we're at we're at a hospital church. And then we just, it gets a little racist right here, right? Like, he gets obsessed with finding this Asian guy. Wait, he got racist? He just starts screaming about, where's the where's the Asian guy? Where's the Chinese guy? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, that's pretty inept. Oh, my Lord. Apparently, this scientist, his name is Dr. Smirnoff. It is Dr. Smirnoff, right? And he looks like a fucking drunk. Oh, my God. It's fucking Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. <laughs> If he was obsessed with red jelly. If he was obsessed with red jelly. 
apparently, like, this kidnapped scientist is living in a Breaking Bad bunker under the church, and he creates killer condoms, and he named one of them Boris. All of these are facts. Are all of them named Boris, or is it just one? No, I think just one. Was that the Predator one? Yeah. That was? Yeah, that's the Predator one. That's Boris? Okay. That's cool. So apparently, we already know this, but this is when we find out that he gets red jelly in return for condoms biting off the dicks of men. Yep, Back to work, or there'll be no more jelly. That's what he's doing. He's just doing it for the red jelly. And apparently, this chick with a bowl cut from earlier, Edna, she's really pissed about gay orgies, so she made killer condoms to bite off dicks. That's what I got from this. I don't I don't know how to explain this. Basically, she's hyper-religious. She thinks that Jesus is coming back. and Okay, rapture. She's, I'm following. She's paving the way for the return of the Lord by punishing all these sinners by with ripping red jelly. their dicks off. Oh. Yeah. That's what she thinks. Uh, yeah, that, that is what she thinks. <laughs> that's what she thinks. Yeah, that's a good way to put that. <laughs> and then she introduces this extra large condom made for macaroni. She was like, I know you got a 12-inch dick. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. This is really good. But I, I feel like we missed one part that I thought that was fucking hilarious, is that whenever he were in the church... And we find like the trap door or whatever, and like Luigi just shoots the smoky Chicago. He shoots the fuck out of the door with his gun, and then he just like goes over to it and just falls down two flights of stairs. Oh yeah, that's when he <laughs> fall. That's when the smoke's everywhere because he falls like ten flights of stairs and then smokes everywhere. It was like the Conjuring, dude. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> How deep is this bunker? And then he just starts wandering around. <laughs> Just, you know, he's solving a mystery. It's like Luigi's Mansion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's what this should have been called. Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Haunted Church Hospital. Luigi's Haunted 12 and a half inch penis. (laughs) Oh, dude. And there's that whole meme about how Mario Luigi has a giant dick, too. Oh, my God. That all pans out. So I'm not going to get into the details, but a fight ensues, like, you know, the end of any good movie, and Luigi gets away. He doesn't get the... By the way, I mean, we didn't focus on it, but that condom, it has the mouth of Predator. Like, I made the joke, but I didn't, like, explain it. It has the mouth of Predator. And we do have to say this. The the Lady Doctor is very mad at Luigi because God blessed Luigi with a 12-and-a-half-inch dick and made him gay to go stick in some pussy to make babies and instead, he's sticking them in men's buttholes, and she really doesn't like that. So she's like, "I got this fucking killer condom for your gay dick." So is the real is the real point of the movie is that she wanted that twelve and a half inch cock? I think so. Just saying. I think that. the whole point of the movie is that if you have a twelve inch cock, people like you. It it causes people to do crazy. Things. You know. So after <laughs> people this, people are willing to kill to get your cock. And after this, we find out Billy's just running around under this church, and he gets to a room filled with men hanging on ropes over a sea of killer condoms. It was all the it was all our favorite characters. It was the whole cast. It was Bobette. It was, it was Babette and others. Sam and the guy who owns the the brothel. It was the whole gang. They're all back together. And then Professor Smirnoff and that chick from The Incredibles, they kind of just fall over. Like they fall one foot, and I think he died. Yeah, he, like, attacks her because he wants red jelly, and then she says, fuck off, and then he dies. 
they fall into like some space jelly on the side of the fucking I don't know like the the Death Star. I don't know what's happening, yep. but they fall over. They fall one foot, and it looked like they both died. It's yeah, it's the classic. You assume they both die, but they don't. But Edna comes back, and he never does. So I think he actually did die right there. Yeah, I think so. That's 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 sad. I think he was just so old that he just fell once and he died. This is also around the same time that uh, Billy just starts calling Luigi cop. Well, they had this whole thing earlier where he's like, hey, cop. Hey, copper. You want to put your dick in me, copper? Yeah, and then now he's just like, hey, where's cop at? So at the end, I really... You're going to have to fill me in on this. Did the con- the condoms exploded? All of them blew up? I don't... I don't know. I don't know about that part. I swear to God, I watched the ending. I have no idea what happened. I don't think they ever fixed the problem with the condoms that were there. They just stopped Dr. Smirnoff from making more. No, but at the end, they're like all burnt up and they look like singed. Well, but the lady jumps in the condom pool and she definitely gets eaten by them. So they're piranhas. Yes. I don't... They all. They were all singed after that. They looked bad. That's why I didn't understand how it was her killing herself by jumping in that pool because they looked dead. But clearly that's what happened because she does. she's dead now. So are they still here or are they dead? I don't think, I think they're still there. I don't think we saw them kill them. I thought they died. If they died, I don't know how. Okay, well, I think they're dead. <laughs> and she seems to be dead. To, I think they're all dead. Well, Luigi says that there's no condoms in heaven. I have no fucking clue, you know, what this movie is. I mean, at one point, the professor said everyone dies unless I get red jelly. Yeah, this monologue at the end, though, is so fucking amazing. It's like, is it even a monologue or is it them? They're walking by and then Billy's just like, hey, you're a cop. Can I suck your dick? No, 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 no. Before that. Before that? Yeah, right before uh, Lady Doctor kills herself, Luigi starts monologuing about how God loves everyone and, like, he's basically, like, giving a fucking, like, sermon. And then it switches to his internal monologue while he's talking. And he's saying, I don't know where the words came from. I was giving a sermon, and I realized that my words were having an effect. The only thing that bothered me was that strange light. And then behind him, like, this, like, cone of light as if, like, God is, like, opening the heavens, even though they're underground. The only thing that bothered me was that strange light and all the angels singing around me. <laughs> Whoa. What? <laughs> Did I miss this? It's fucking amazing, dude. It's fucking amazing. Because it's like the stereotypical, like, I'm going to make a great, like, speech at the very end and everything's perfect. But then he's like, breaking the fourth wall and he's like yeah and then the angels started singing that was fucking weird <laughs> and done movie over it's so good movie it's over so good and then macaroni says he's quitting and he he shoots another condom he saves the chief one last time and then oh yeah because because there's i forgot about that the condom is stuck to the chief's foot and he yeah. shoots it and then the sheriff looks back and he goes you're a true detective <laughs> That was and, fucking funny. And this was the first the first season of HBO's True Detective. <laughs> this is the greatest episode of SVU I've ever seen. <laughs> but yeah, man, Billy and Luigi are going to go to Sicily and and mess around with that giant dick and eat some pasta. That's what's happening. I think there was 18 kills in this. It's hard to track. 
at one point, like, I only saw, like, five people die on screen. It was during, like, the dick-biting montage. Yep. But then they said 13 people died that night. So I was like, okay, I guess 13 people died. So I just put that sure. down. I think about 18, but it was kind of confusing. Yeah, it's hard to keep track. I don't think there were any boobs in this. No. There was fucking, but they all had clothes on. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty shocking, so, actually. Yeah, no boobs in this, which is kind of kind of weird. I mean, we do we do get to see some pretty some really funny. <laughs> we didn't even touch on that scene. I don't even remember when this happened, but like maybe it was whenever he first met Billy, where like he first, where Luigi first pulls out his dick, and there's just like a giant shadow of a penis like on Billy's face. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that shit. Like, there's some good stuff in here. I would recommend that you guys watch this, and I rate it three and a half stars. <laughs> Uh yeah, recommend Bola Ramen. I'm gonna give it four stars. I am gonna give it four stars. I almost went four, but I don't know. It, I, know. I don't like the last hour as much. I do think it's a little too long, and like it's kind of fucking. I don't know. I don't know. I'll learn German, then I'll watch it again, and then I'll give this four stars. <laughs> it gets ridiculous, but I I don't know. I really loved Luigi Macaroni, and I would actually I wouldn't have minded like a serialized. A yeah, like a serialized like Luigi Macaroni like tackling different cases. He's like a James Bond. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that at all. He's a great lovable character. It would have been fucking amazing. What's his name like Udo Samuel or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I like this. It was it was strange, but I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. So Robin rated this two and a half stars on Letterboxd and said there's way more police briefings and way less dick mutilation that I expected or wanted. And I do agree with that, but I also feel like there was a good amount of dick mutilation. There's quite a bit. I mean, I'm, I guess it's not all on camera. No, but I would say there's just as much Luigi funness as there is dick mutilation. Yeah, I mean, it happens a lot. Okay, so let's do a fuck, Mary kill. You better give me Luigi. <laughs> you got Luigi. <laughs> You got Luigi. I'm marrying Luigi. You got a killer condom, and you got me. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I'm marrying Luigi. I am... Well, I guess I'll fuck you and kill the killer condom, because doesn't seem like it'd be a lot of fun to fuck There's the no way to ever marry Luigi. That dick is too much. Oh, I don't know, man. I feel like he's sex positive enough that like you could figure something out. I could see that. Like even Even if like we tried it, and I was like, no, bro, like... That's too big. Penetration's not happening. Like, I think that he'd be sex positive enough to, like, try other things. Well, I'm glad that you and Luigi are going to have a great life together. Bring, maybe bring in another partner. I think he'd be fine with it, you know? <laughs> well, thank you so much to Patreon for picking this. Actually, I'm just going to specifically thank Alexandria said Frick You because last month for the polls, I did, like, ridiculous movie polls. And usually, like, how I do the polls on Patreon is people comment stuff. And then I pick the movies that, like, have the most votes all around. But really, like, people were picking different movies through and through. Like, I think Malignant and maybe Zombievers were the only things that got two votes. So mm -hmm. I kind of just picked the most interesting ones after that. And I picked Killer Condom, obviously, because of the name. And then Ice Cream Man. And Killer Condom, as, I mean, I'm positive no one has ever seen this movie. And I'm positive <laughs> that everyone that voted for it just voted for it because it was called Killer Condom. Because that's why I was interested as well. But, um... Thank you to Alexandria for picking this because really you kind of just picked this on your own. Yeah, Alexandria says frick you. I would I would love for you to follow up, like either I would on, the, too. on the Discord or like DM or something. Like, where did you see this? When? How did you find? How this? do you know this about is, this? This is gold, and I've never heard of it in my life. It's so obscure. Like I feel like it should be in the conversation with like rubber and teeth. Sure, it should yeah. be like in the trifecta. And for some reason, I've never heard of this. Like or yeah. slacks too, and like killer couch slacks, or whatever it is. Yeah. 
that's insane. This is this is a fun time. This is a yeah. fun time. So good. So good. So if you guys want to send a horror movie-related question or story to play on the show, either write down a question and send it to horrorsubiahoo.com or record a two- to three-minute story on your phone and send it to, again, horrorsubiahoo.com. And if you enjoy the show, leave a five-star rating and review on Spotify or iTunes because it helps a lot. And the best ways to keep up with everything Horror Soup are to follow the Instagram at Horror Soup. You can follow James at Nightshift Video. Follow my Twitter at Horror Soup Sucks. Follow our letterbox reviews. I'm at Horror Soup Caleb. James is at Nightshift Video. My TikTok's Horror Soup. His is Nightshift Video. Um... This is probably going to sound... My YouTube is Horror Soup. His is Night Shift Video. And thank you to Ross Lee for making our intro and outro music. And thank you to Tom for just providing a ton of music throughout the show. And uh, kill a condom, dude. Kill a condom. Condom, macaroni, shisa. Those three words are said like five million times throughout this movie. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it horror soup. Horror soup. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and look out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup. Horror soup. We'll keep you well fed It's gorgeous smell Could wake the dead Vegetable is just forgettable If your energy's low You know what to do Simply double on down Some of the spooky stew Rewind and dine A hungry Frankenstein Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup Give me, give me horror soup Give it, give it Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef, I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup, I'll do the washing up, I'll do the washing up. I'm getting full, I'm getting full. my belly's gonna burn. He can't even look after himself. Inept. Not able to do something, not proficient, displaying incompetence. Unfit, unsuitable. I-N-E-P-T. Inept. All stunts in this episode were performed by professionals. No 12-inch penises were harmed in the making of this episode.